1: WHM On Screen, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside Stephen Sadak, Eric Siska, and joining us in studio for the first time, making WHM history. Uh, well, you've, you've heard her on a couple ads. It's my wife, Chelsea Jupin. How are you?
2: Good. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the program.
2: Thank Hooray. you. So we thought...
1: Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Um, so we thought, you know, we're talking about Wonder Woman, and it's not really... Uh you know totally kosher to have just uh three fat pigs uh, with beards talking about Wonder Woman and so
3: thank you Andrew by the way for this idea because Chelsea now that you're here I want to ask you
2: yes I want to ask you yeah you,
3: we have we have Wonder Woman yeah Where, where's where's Wonder Man
2: uh, Congress and the presidency and uh, the CEO of every company and uh, every other comic book and every other movie.
0: Uh, actually, there is there is a Wonder Man
1: in the Marvel Comics universe. Uh, you'll never oh. see him because nobody cares. Literally no Steve's. <laughs> Steve, when you said that last part, were you pushing your nose up? Uh, you oh, yeah, yes, I was, I was, I was uh, raising my glasses. By the way, uh, I might talk over Chelsea
0: a couple times because I can't hear her because I have red pills jammed into my ears. So, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's just how that works, so I, I apologize. Well, dude, that's because
1: you're, you're seeing the truth, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we are, of course, you know, everybody's been asking about it, so of course we are here to uh, do an on-screen for uh, the new Wonder Woman movie that came out uh, uh, just a few days ago, directed by Patty Jenkins, uh, who you may have known from her directing that movie Monster, uh, about Eileen Wernos, uh, won Charlize Theron Academy Award for that movie she did. Uh, but so this is Wonder Woman with, I just learned, actually, Chelsea, you, you actually, and this is, fellas, by the way, uh, my <laughs> wife doing the research in preparation
2: for the show. How do you actually pronounce this woman's name? I believe it's Gadot.
1: Gadot, because she Gadot. corrected Jimmy
2: Kimmel. Yeah, it's Israeli. Oh, so really? It's, it's Gadot, not Gadot. like the play. Okay. Gadot.
1: Yeah, yeah so I, I'm waiting for Gadot.
2: I, I might still be getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Gadot.
1: You can
0: only find yourself so lucky to be corrected by
1: her one day. Exactly. I would love for Gal Gadot to tell me off about her name.
0: (laughs) Um, We could start there, actually, because I do love how everyone on Themyscira slash Paradise Island has her accent. I thought that was a really smart move. They're like, yeah, no, they all talk like that.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. And that's so funny, though, because I didn't even notice it until you just said it right now. But yeah, even uh, Robin Wright's doing a voice.
3: Yes. Well, they have... They know every language, right? So I guess it's just every accent jammed together. <laughs> that's how they sounded in
0: ancient Greeks, actually, I think. I think I have some When a- they
2: speak English, that's how they sound, yeah.
3: <laughs> when, which they certainly did. Yes. Yeah, hey, you know, so- Socrates is the best in the original English. <laughs> <laughs> Israeli Socrates,
2: I don't
1: believe this. Turn it off.
0: Oh, it's actually Socrates. Actually, I, I found that out. I, I have that in, right in front of me from my, <laughs> learned, oh, yeah. we my that Bill, from Bill and Ted 10. to English
3: Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought maybe Socrates went on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and corrected him.
1: <laughs> oh man, that'd be great—a Jimmy Kimmel time travel extravaganza. <laughs> that would be fantastic. It would be. Uh, so we're we're talking about Wonder Woman. So uh, I got to tell you, I don't know about. Uh, You fellas and and lady in the room, but uh, I really liked this movie.
3: Yeah, I did too. Um, You know, the uh, Marvel stopped sending the checks so I can finally say that I liked a DC movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it great how we were constantly getting paid off? Oh yeah, they cut off that gravy train. Uh, No, and
1: and Chelsea, you liked it too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was really great, and my knowledge of... DC and all superheroes really does come from movies, so I don't come to this with a ton of Wonder Woman experience because, as is the problem, she's never gotten her own movie. So I've never really had anything to see. The TV show kind of predates me, so I, I didn't grow up watching it. Um, right. So this was really my first exposure to her. So I don't have that context to bring to it that a lot of people did, that a lot of women especially uh, grew up with her. But even without that, I loved this movie.
1: Did you guys watch the uh, the
0: Linda Carter TV show? I don't think it was ever syndicated when I was uh, growing up. Like it was always the old Batman show. I feel like that's all I ever saw. Like I don't even I didn't even know where that
3: was. And maybe I, I knew it. of
2: it, but I didn't. Yeah. I was never aware of it being on like cable or anything. I yeah,
3: I think I only think I only think of clips when I when I think about that show.
2: Yeah, I think I only know it from gifs.
1: wow not even clips
0: not even as as a as a disgraced uh, uh uh we hate movies comic book expert from the last batman my my terrible batman versus superman takes i i love this movie i really did i thought it was awesome i am really happy to see like a positive dc movie yet again like a kind of hopeful and happy and like i mean and it's not like sappy stupid but it's like it's actually having fun with the character, and it lets the character have fun and exist in a fun world, as opposed to a gray, dark nothing. And that works a lot better for DC. I think. I think it's the best uh, DC movie since the Dark Knight trilogy, which means it's better than four movies, or or maybe even five if you're counting. I lost count.
2: Now, were there two Supermans before Batman versus? I gave up after. Yeah. yeah so okay. you had
1: you had Man of Steel yeah. was one, and then you had. What was the other one?
0: No, it's just it was Batman versus Superman was the sequel. W- w-
2: was Are the... we
3: counting Superman Returns or whatever that was?
2: See, that one I kind of liked. I know that's not a very popular opinion, but I like <laughs> a lighter comic book movie. I I like that movie I, too actually. Exactly, and I I think Steve was sort of hitting on what I did like about this is it doesn't feel as bleak as uh as Man Man of Steel did, which was yeah. the last one I would have seen in the DC universe. Um, you know, it doesn't feel totally depressing. It doesn't feel like thirty two nine eleveNS or like you guys are always saying. Uh, it's
1: seventy five 75, <laughs> 75 <9-11s>. Excuse me. <laughs> I remember when we saw Man of Steel in the theaters, and yes. I was like blinded by seeing Superman on the big screen again. And I fully admit to this. And we came out of the theater. We were at the one two three on the Upper East Side, and yes. I was like, "That was great." And Chelsea looked at me like, "If you could do an emoji." <laughs> that signified like instant divorce. Yeah. We, <laughs> like, weren't well,
2: even, we weren't even married yet. And I was already ready to divorce you. But yeah. she was just
1: like, what are you talking about, you fucking idiot? That movie was terrible. And
2: I loved, like I'm definitely DC over Marvel. I love Superman. I loved the Christopher Reeve movies. I loved Lois and Clark was really good.
1: Oh, sure. I watched a lot of that. I
2: loved Lois and Clark. I love all the old Michael Keaton Batman I loved movies. Lois and
0: Clark. I, I was, it was so I, good. I had a very drunk conversation uh, with my fiance. We watched the, the pilot like 10, seven years ago. We we're like, this is excellent. This is like
2: was- really good. <laughs> this is holding
0: up. And then we we're it- the next day we had like some
1: uh, remorse about that.
2: It was so good. I'm still disappointed in Dean Cain and the way his life has gone. Yeah. I know. Uh, Steve,
1: I thought you were going to say you were uh, you were having a drunken conversation with Dean Kane.
0: I did, too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish.
1: Yeah, we were filming a, a Hallmark Christmas movie, and I, we
0: were both wasted.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was the Hallmark Christmas movie called It's About Jesus, You Fuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is a, gr- a great example of what DC can do when somebody turns a fucking light on.
2: And I love that she has the great line about when they're getting to London and she says it's so I, I forget the line exactly, but she says it's so depressing or it's so ugly or, or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, these cities that you keep building, DC Universe, are mm-hmm. really bleak. Yeah. yeah,
3: I re- and I really I love that small magical hidden island that even still managed to get invaded by Germany. <laughs> well, dude, that's you know
1: they were a, they were an axis of power, man. They could find anything. You put a German on a
0: boat and he has taken something over. I, I, you know what I mean? I I don't trust it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I also so let's um, I don't know, like I got some talking points here, I guess, but like. You know who's great in this movie? Fucking James T. Kirk version two, Chris Pine himself. Yeah, it's great to yeah, see. Yeah, he's him really do good. Stuff.
2: I don't I, have a definitive ranking of Chris's yet, but he's he's towards the top. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, I, I actually thought this is probably the best comic book romance since uh, Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder that
1: has worked on screen. I think. Uh, wow, better than uh, 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 Michael Keaton and Kim Basinger. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
3: all Yeah. right,
1: all right, all right. Let's everybody relax. Well, that's that, um, the, is it better
3: it, is it better than Michael Keaton and the and uh, Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> they, you know what
1: they, uh, somebody wasn't saying something in the in that movie.
3: It's yeah, they, their relationship was complicated.
0: <laughs> well, his relationship <laughs> with Kim Basinger was complicated. It was supposed to be a very clear hit it and quit it, and then like she like. Goes up to where his parents died and takes pictures of him, and it's like, "Yo, lady, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Master Wayne, I believe you were supposed to hit it and quit it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Chris Pine uh, is—he's—he's he's just the right kind of like levity for what you need this character to be, and he's definitely not like dude broing out all over the movie.
3: Right. And he's got some like kind of comedy lines and stuff. And it's great to see a little humor in a DC movie again.
1: Yeah. Heaven forbid somebody cracks a fucking smile. And I think everybody, everybody's got a
0: good moral center as well. Not to get too cheesy, but like he wants to do good and she wants to do good and that they want to do good kind of together. They have different ideas about that. And that's kind of what right. the movie's about. But like it's more it's not it's not just I want to like brand people and have them murdered uh, in a really baroque fashion in some prison system because I'm Batman or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just like, right, right. which
1: that happens. Yeah, no, that totally happens. I was going to say, which is what which is what Batman does in, in BVS because Chelsea will never see BVS. So no. Trying to trying to fill in some uh, well-earned blanks uh, for that. <laughs> Some well-deserved Nobody should blanks. see that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, admirable blanks. Uh, yeah, but, like, also... Uh, so here's the thing. Because I thought it was done tastefully here. Um, because we, we we had to have fucking in this movie, I guess. Like, he does have sex with her. But it's very, like, above the covers, not even a sex scene.
0: Yeah, it's an yeah. old Hollywood sex scene. But it's it's... I agree with you. That did strike me as weird. You know what I mean? Like, that it's not... It happens just to happen and we don't really talk about it ever again.
3: Which, which I like because, like, let's not dwell on the humping and showing the humping. And, you know, I, I miss those old Hollywood like we're going to pan to a door now.
2: <laughs> right. And I think a lot of that goes to uh, the importance of this. To sort of get to a bigger point, uh, the importance of the fact that this movie is directed by a woman. I think that yeah. that's certainly a thing that would have been dire- differently presented by, if not all male directors, certainly some. Um, I think a lot of the way she's presented as a sex object while not really you know, people could argue ways into which she is objectified versus not. I, you know, don't want to get into the specifics of it, but it does seem like it really wasn't as bad as it would have been. Yeah, uh, it yeah, was you're, really tasteful. You're, you're totally right. Yeah.
3: The male gaze you exactly. know, sometimes is just like ridiculous. And it's, sometimes it's maybe not even meant to be as ridiculous as it comes over.
2: Yeah. Right. And you she... don't get that in this.
0: No, she's sexy but not sexualized. You know what I mean? Like, right? It, she, right. she she looks great, and I, I do love all those kind of jokes where everyone like literally stops the movie and is like, "Wow, she really looks great," because she does. Right. And like, that's kind of like half of the point. Is she's like this otherworldly princess, but like, it's not what the movie's about, and people aren't like jerking off behind the scenes. You know what I mean?
1: Right. <laughs> well, and that's you know, coming from. I mean, this is quite a relief to be talking about Wonder Woman because uh you know we're smack dab into recording we've already we've laid down most of this transformers a-thon that we're putting out this summer and we talk about things like you know that first transformers movie when there's like a camera going up megan fox's ass in that movie and you're just like you know this is so so not that even though you're dealing with a character that's literally perceived as like a goddess right Mm -hmm. oh
2: totally
0: and And i mean i'm sorry
2: no, no, no. I was just, the the you've got your red pills. I I understand.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I get your uh, word. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: shut up, woman. <laughs> I I I think the movie also does a good job uh at sort of winking at that a few times. His his secretary gets the funny line when he puts the glasses on her about, "Oh, what? Now she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever yes. seen." Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, I I think that they they recognize what they kind of have to deal with because it's still Wonder Woman. She still wears the skimpy outfits. It's it's also still a gorgeous actress playing it.
1: Yeah. You know, and it was uh, Steve. You can you can reclaim your comic book expert status here uh, if you could remind us. The tale about, so the dude that created Wonder Woman was into like crazy bondage shit. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read the
0: the whole book, uh, mostly just the Wikipedia article, but the dude was a psychiatrist or a therapist who was into yeah he was a you know bdsm into some fashion he he and his i don't know if they were married but he had a partner and then there was another woman in the house as well so it was like a very like uh-huh. like a poly family situation like and that kind of all spills out in those early comics and like they they kind of thankfully ignore most of that stuff like uh wonder woman's original weakness was if she got tied up, she couldn't get it out of something like that. Was it like, and people were? Just oh, you're always... going nowhere, lady. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they, <laughs> that would seem a bit odd. Like that'd be weird if out of nowhere John Goodman showed up and tied her up. Like everyone just throw <laughs> oh <my> up.
3: God. <laughs> and she's in a bunker underground. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Uh, by the way, we should mention that. Uh, Chelsea brought up Wonder Woman or Chris Pine's assistant in the movie is Lucy Davis, who is Dawn on uh, the UK office. And of course, Diane, I believe the ex-girlfriend in Shaun of the Dead. Am I remembering that movie correctly? Yeah, they're broken yeah. up. Oh, no, no. She, um, she, 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 yeah, no, she's
0: uh, she just what, like a buddy or something. Yeah, I think she's just the, the friend of the lead uh, whose, whose name escapes me. Like the, 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 It's her. She's like uh, Simon Pegg. Yeah, no, the friend of the, his girlfriend whose name escapes me. Um and she's she's dating the bespectacled dude who gets, like, ripped out the window. Right. Oh, yeah.
3: Right.
1: Get fucked, four eyes.
2: That's <laughs> yes. right. She's not the... Uh, uh, she's great.
1: Uh, so, I mean, we're raining praise on this movie, and I do think it's a great movie, and my, my squabbles with it are just that. But here's, I think, unfortunately, a weak point in the movie because I think he's an amazing actor. But David Thule is kind of farting around in this movie I didn't really care for. It's, you know, we, we we did lighten the tone, but we just cannot get
0: a good comic book villain in a comic book movie post, like, I don't know, 2007.
1: We just cannot figure uh, that I shit mean, post, out. Post-Heath Ledger? I mean, when was the... You were like, wow, that's a villain.
0: Yeah, it, and <laughs> I mean, like, because the, the paradigm kind of shifted. Like, those old Batman movies and even the Superman movies at the same thing, and even, like, Spawn, to an extent, was always about, here let's we'll let the villain, like, chew the scenery and have a lot of fun, and we've rightfully kind of righted the ship and been like all right we want to care about the hero more and the hero has an arc in these movies etc cetera, etc cetera. but the villain especially in this one just kind of farts around and i definitely think that duellis does that i think danny houston is uniquely terrible um <laughs> <laughs> that is an awful yeah. german accent i i well, yeah the I, ad- I don't know what the ad- fuck ad- that guy's doing Yeah, but the accent
2: yeah. is not good i didn't mind him but i did not care for the accent
3: yeah, these the the villains are the this I guess Wonder Woman's sort of DC's answer to Thor since you got gods and stuff and Ares and and evil right. germans um just Yeah, I guess I, well it's kind of Captain America then as well, but right. yeah I thought the, it's just a funny concept to me that like oh this the god of war is back and he's got the germans worked up yet again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and thankfully though gonna, I'm go ahead
3: No, I was going to say, what's going to, like, spoiler, she defeats him, but like, (laughs) wait a second, does he come back in a couple years?
1: Yeah, no, exactly, yeah, exactly right, and that's, like, I don't buy the whole notion, that's what's weird about, like, the fact that David Dulles is indeed Ares, the god of war, because, yeah, yeah, it's like, hey, man, in another 30-ish years, we're talking Nazis, baby, like yeah.
3: I, was, I don't, I don't get I that. Did, I, I at least appreciated that they avoided the Nazis this time and did something Big a little time. different. It's nice to see, you know, um, proud Mother Prussia on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> but what what was disturbing too about the villain? He turns out to be the like the anti-war, like left politician
0: yeah like it's no
3: it's not the evil nazi no no oh it's the guys that are talking about peace you gotta look out for
1: well dude because he's hiding in plain sight that's the idea
3: i guess that is the idea
1: but to steve's point though about like too many scenes with heroes versus not enough with the villain like you think about we've been bringing up like the tim burton batman but like that movie there are scenes where jack nicholson is just jokering around and you know fucking michael keaton's nowhere to be found Yes, and this movie doesn't do that, and I think that I actually kind of liked
0: um, Dr. Poison, at least as a concept, and I thought the actress was was pretty good. She was cool, yeah. Although I feel like Dr. Poison... uh, If if Chris Pine starts hitting on me and I have a deformed face, I'm like, yo, are you a spy?
1: Yeah, you're not falling for that (laughs) at all. And, like, yeah, the fact that the spell is broken just because, uh, you know, Diana walks in and she catches him, like... Taking a peek it's a real get a look a good look costanza moment (laughs) it is but like yeah like before that you'd be like i look like that fucked up dude on boardwalk empire there's no way this dude is not a spy
3: (laughs) you know i kind of found that guy to be kind of handsome on boardwalk empire
1: (laughs) is that right with his (laughs) fucking ceramic face
3: yeah i because it's so it's so it's so clean you know did
0: anyone get a look on dr poison was she an actress that i should know
3: uh it was
2: Sally Field. <laughs> it was not <laughs> Sally Field. That was the one person I didn't look up. I think it's an
1: actress named Elena Anaya. I don't know uh okay. what she's been in here, but I I am pulling up the, the Tribune just to check it out. She's actually a Spanish actor. Uh yeah, a lot of uh Spanish films. Um oh she's in Almodovar's The Skin I Live In.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good movie.
1: She's yeah. apparently
2: in Van Helsing as well. Oh,
1: what she was in Van Helsing?
2: A lyric. Oh shit.
1: As oh. Doctor
3: Poison?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the Doctor Poison fucking prequel film Van Helsing. That's a stay tuned and a half. One thing uh,
0: to get to get back to sort of some praise for the movie was I like uh, in the same way that like she's sexy but not sexualized or whatever. It's like uh, it's female empowering in like a million ways, like every single frame of it is. But it it never says that. And like if you look at something like Catwoman, which was kind of a bomb, like they go out of their way to be like, girls can kick butt, too. And like talk about. Yes. That, as opposed to literally just showing or kicking the ass out of everybody. And right, you're sit- right.
3: Show, right. don't tell. Exactly. To- no, and, th- totally.
0: Yeah. And there's not that scene where like somebody goes up to her and like, "Wow, you really inspired me like and I you know I was in the theater with like kids like screaming their heads off like girls and and boys too, like people really like worked up about this movie because they don't do that, you know what I mean, like it's just they show this awesome character and and it, it it it's a woman, you know what I mean like yeah. who who would have guessed
2: yeah, it's much more empowering because it's done well. You don't have to sort of excuse it and say, I liked this even though it sucks because it doesn't suck.
1: Right. Yeah. There's no uh need to like make excuses about stuff, I guess is the Yeah, you that's know, a better like, way to put it. Yeah. You don't you don't have to be like, oh, we're being forgiving about this. But I mean not that you should, but it's right. like you don't even feel that thing in the back of your head that's like, Am I bullshitting about this right now?
2: And that's what's so tough about this movie. There's so much pressure any time a woman-led movie comes out, because then it has to be the best, or it's going to say, can a woman be a lead in a movie ever again? Or, you know, well, see, it, it turns out people don't like women in movies. Right. You know, there <laughs> yes. was nothing after, ba- there was nothing after Batman versus Superman sucked out of, well, should we stop making superhero movies? Like, there's not, you know, Adam Sandler makes how many garbage movies and you never hear anyone say, maybe men should stop starring in comedies.
3: <laughs> You're right there. Women are held to such a higher standard. It's, yeah, um, it's kind of crazy well there, because I'm it's a... it's saying it's saying like every single thing that is female centric has it is identical when when the ma- male cinema can have every 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 single thing out there well
0: that's right. the thing that there's that uh, uh leaked chain the Sony hacks uh the head of Marvel uh publishing was like talking about what a bad and what's idea. that guy's name uh Ike Perlmutter. Uh, what a bad idea it was to... What it would be to have a female-led movie because look at Catwoman and look at... Uh, I think he he, he names Electra and Supergirl and all this stuff. And like, yeah, but those are just shitty movies. You know what I mean? Like, right. all of those yeah, Transformer movies are about dudes and they suck so bad.
1: Right. I mean, I don't think you could make, like, a lady-led Transformer movie and it would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> Unless but- you got
2: an A big overhaul behind the camera. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Patty Jenkins, if you're thinking about it, though. Um, Uh.
1: But yeah, I mean, because I think, you know, because yeah, like we have seen, and that was the thing that was mildly annoying was people being like, this is the first like movie with like a female superhero in it. And I was like, no, man, I fucking saw Electra in theaters. We did an episode, (laughs) we did an episode on Supergirl. I saw fucking Catwoman in theaters, even though she's, you know, not exactly a superhero, but like th- those were directed by dudes with that idea of like, especially, I mean, fucking Catwoman, my God in heaven, like, look at that ass. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's so like looking at that ass is so an afterthought in this movie or like a non-thought.
2: Yeah. The only person you see naked in this movie is Chris Pine.
1: Oh, and he is clutching that fucking dick and balls. Dude. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. man.
3: I loved it. I was waiting for a pearl to pop out. <laughs>
1: Dude, it but was great. Know, He's just getting out of that hot sauna. And Steve, do you know anything <laughs> about this hot sauna? Was that a magic hot sauna? <laughs> It'd
0: be great if uh uh you know uh Simon Pegpipes is like, Captain, we've got the transporter work. It's like not now, <laughs> Sp- not now, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Speaking of science fiction there, you're bringing up Star Trek. But I was just thinking about when we were talking about um, female leads in movies and when they're directed by men. Thankfully, Star Wars has done a pretty good job lately um, with, you know, The Force Awakens and Rogue One, which is also why, you know, those movies were kind of protested on the Internet for that reason as well as this movie. And I think we should talk about the Alamo screenings that have gotten some heat.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it. So Chelsea and I saw this at Brooklyn Alamo, which I have to say – Strong plug for Brooklyn Alamo Man. Yes. They've only been open like I guess a year or so, but they're fucking killing it.
2: Right. Um
3: and Wait, they Wait, they let they let you in? You're, we I did. thought it was <laughs> I, I thought men weren't allowed. I walked, men aren't I do, allowed
2: I... in, in Brooklyn anymore, but Andrew snuck in. <laughs> I
0: saw it after you actually. They they let all the men in. It seems like they actually only had very specific screenings. Uh, that only women were allowed, and most men who wanted to see this movie could go to another fucking screening. That's what my like uh, as if it was uh, only three
2: was out of one hundred or so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: yeah.
3: But like, why would you even want like to infringe on that? Like, why would you like? Okay, so if they let you in and it was like all women and then one dude, you're like a weird, creepy dude in this theater. <laughs> it's like seeing a Facebook invitation
0: to a birthday party you're not invited to and showing up out of spite. It's like dude that's not going to be a good night for you or anyone else. You weren't invited for a real specific reason.
3: Right. There I- are showings for like kids and stuff that I mean I think you can anyone can go but like if you you're not going to go see like uh God damn, what's a what's a kid's movie these days? Shark Bite?
2: Boss Baby. At,
3: uh, <laughs> what the fuck is Shark Bite? <laughs> That's a wasn't that like, that candy. might have been like 15 years ago, Shark Boy and ago? Lava Girl, is that what you're thinking God. of? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, you're not going go to go the kid's screening
0: of Dark Blue with Kurt Russell. You know what I mean? You're just not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: or to, you know what, I'm to saying? what Chelsea like, said about Boss Baby. Yeah. Like a fucking 11 oh, a.m. Exactly. showing of yeah. Boss Baby.
3: That's exactly what I was getting at. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, for people who are unfamiliar, I guess some background in case you hadn't heard about it, maybe you were under a rock, or maybe you live in an area where you don't have an Alamo, so you don't give a shit anyway. Or
2: maybe you were just in paying attention to the important news that's going on instead also that, of yeah the world a bunch is of men crying about itself. this. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh so this was so the 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 O. G. Austin uh draft house location was like, Hey man, we're gonna have a showing where it's just ladies. And it sold out instantly and they added more and then some some fucking, you know, red pill motherfuckers started uh taking beef with this and then a chain one of the chains I think it was in like northern virginia or something added some and then brooklyn got on board too it wasn't even the entire chain and so brooklyn i looked at the opening week of showtimes cuz i was curious as to what what the score was and it was they had the movie on two screens it's 2 hours so you can average the, the time that they open you get maybe like five to six showings on a screen per day, so that's let's let's be safe and say ten times a day you're screening this movie for that yeah. se- so that's seven seven days in a week, so that's seventy screenings of that movie of those seventy screenings, literally three of them, one on like a Sunday afternoon and then like a fucking Tuesday and a Thursday. Were these totally sold out, like women only screenings, yeah, and well,
3: everything sold, else you sold, could sold just out instantly? Go to. Sold, yeah. sold out instantly,
1: and they were and, only going to do also, one, and then they 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 added a couple more because it sold out so fast.
3: If you had such a problem with it, there's also uh, what hundreds of theaters in the, in, in, in New York and, exactly. and in Austin That's... probably, and, and
0: anyone that doesn't want to see that because of uh, an all woman screening wouldn't see the movie anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, then w- you're not losing any business,
2: and the movie sort of watching, I mean, we didn't go to a female only screening, but there were moments in the movie where I was like, man, if this was a theater full of women, this would be getting a different reaction. That matters. That's important to women to be able to have that space and go see this movie that is important to women and be able to have that experience, to be able to laugh at some stuff and to be free. Nothing like this happened when we saw it, but you're hearing people saying the second Wonder Woman comes out in no man's land and she's wearing her uniform, men started catcalling and hooting and hollering. And that's, gross and that happened women to my little don't want exactly and a few others oh, you don't want to go and do that at a movie that you're excited about about a hero you grew up with um, can you imagine if that kind of shit happened when luke skywalker came if a whole bunch of women started like you know doing whatever i mean i guess maybe that's not a great example but like <laughs> no, you know what i mean a, it, it <laughs> makes people sense. have found mark
0: yeah,
1: Hamill
0: Definitely
2: married.
1: dude. let me tell you this like this like uh orson welles beard they got him in in these new movies hubba, hubba oh i love it <laughs> jesus christ i'm loving it but, but yeah no, want to lost it's, in there it's total fucking bullshit and um so now there was a thing where like there was some law professor that was like trying to file this fucking suit or whatever and right. it was like oh i'm just trying to make sure that none of the workers found this discriminatory it's like you know what dude if you work at an Alamo draft house. For the most part, you're probably not a fucking dickhead and you're on board with what their mission is anyway.
2: And people who you see, and I don't know if this professor was doing the same, saying, well, what if this leads to, you know, race only? (laughs) You know, these kind of things aren't going to happen. This was Alamo, which is a very liberal, you know, very progressive chain doing a few things out of many things that were just for women. That was it. This isn't going to turn into a problem. You don't need to pretend that's why you're concerned.
3: Exactly. Because there's all these are the same type of assholes that are like, oh, well, um, a, uh, a a heterosexual baker shouldn't be able to should should have the option to not sell a gay wedding cake.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, it's honestly those same exact fucking people. Um but yeah, so that whole thing's bullshit, and the people that are upset about that are fucking morons. And uh, I say that confidently, and I have no problem saying you're a fucking moron if you think that. I really don't care. You're a fucking moron, and that's the it's end a of false it. equivalency. You'd... We're not. Who could exactly. ever care about
0: this? It's it's just Listen, a different way to enjoy a movie. For pe- sure. It's not, a, it's not a quote unquote safe space, motherfucking snowflake. It's just yeah, a place <laughs> wherein, like, you know what I mean? Like, there, there are plenty of places a dude and only dudes can go watch their football game, wow. and that's I, totally I, thank cool, you,
3: Steve. I can't believe this is coming from a red pill motherfucker like you. <laughs> oh no, they
0: fell out of my ears. I gotta go look for them on the floor. I'll tell you this: I hear, you know the the the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, red pill that was invented by two women. that that that, that, that red pill. Love that. Love them red pills.
1: I will, um, here's the thing, if if this ever happens, so I I wake up one day, I, I turn on IndieWire and I see a thing oh that says, uh, what's that?
2: I just said, oh boy. Yeah, no, I turn on <laughs> IndieWire, right? That's
1: where I, I get all my news first. I turn on IndieWire and it's like Alamo Drafthouse's Tim League announces uh, best man wedding screenings for whites only. I'd be like, well, you know what? Okay, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, uh, no one's gonna take American Sniper away from you. I guarantee
0: you, there will not be an all-women screening of American Sniper. I guarantee. You. I didn't.
2: I didn't go see any screenings of the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. You guys can have that one. I, I'll try, I'll talk to every woman I know, and we won't go see that. You guys can have all of them.
3: Strongly enforce the dudes-only policy at the door.
0: Yeah. No, they had we no saw, no people screenings of that. <laughs> oh, yes, that's
3: right.
2: We did only talk about her in terms of her name, but Gal Gadot was really excellent Gadot. as well. Gadot. Ah, See? darn it. See, ah. I know. I I went, I YouTubed, and I still got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> was so good, and I wasn't familiar with her otherwise, because like I said, I hadn't seen Batman versus Superman. I hadn't seen her in anything else. But I was really impressed with her, and I think that she absolutely carried the movie, no question. And oh,
1: honestly, that was kind of a big question mark for me, but it's only because she isn't given shit to do in that first uh, B- the BVS movie. Um, and also, like, I I have kept up with all the Fast and Furious movies that she's in. She doesn't have huge roles in those. Right, I didn't I see seen. Keeping Up with the Joneses. Uh, so I, I didn't really know what to expect. And my God, she carries she's the shit out
0: of this excellent. movie. So she really does. And also,
1: And she's like funny and, you know, she's quick and she
0: keeps up with it. And I mean, like, it's kind of an interesting way to play the character because the character, uh, at least in the comics, is kind of um, – she's much more, like, worldly and wise because she's been at it a long time, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like This is, like – she's very naive, but it's not, like – She's not Encino man naive. You know what I mean? Like she
1: like the She's not figuring out what a microwave there. burrito is.
3: Yes. You know, for 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 like an origin movie, it was really good because it was just like an immediate call to action. You weren't like dwelling with it for that long.
1: Yeah, she's just doing it. I don't see anybody sewing a costume like.
3: Oh, and can can I also say that the the action was phenomenal? So much better than BVS. Like just the fight sequences on like No Man's Land and No Man's Land and throwing the whip around.
1: That was all great. And when she fucks up that sniper in the bell tower and that whole shit explodes, that was awesome. What was that like a church? Yeah, I think so.
2: I leaned over to Andrew. Hate I said, crying. "That was probably built in like 900 or something like that." Yeah,
1: no that that church was fucking centuries old. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I the, also I, I love the uh, the sort of siege of the mascara there when Robin Wright Penn is or are we just Robin Wright these days? Am We're just Robin writing in it. Yes. We have uh, been for
1: like 20 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she got sorry free about that. that.
0: But when she's like kicking ass <laughs> and like that, we you see all the Amazons like beat the shit out of all these Germans and murder them all. Are they, like, right. burying those bodies? Are we putting them in the sea? What are we talking here? I think it's a
3: burn job, dude. Oh, it's the a burn tide job? Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> the tide. Yeah, I don't
3: know. No, it's cannibalism, actually. <laughs>
1: oh, nice.
0: <laughs> I, loved, I would love I, honestly, that fucking I will say scene. that's almost a fault. It's not really, but I kind of wanted to go back to Themyscira at some point. I thought that's, that's where we were yeah. going at
1: some point. Right. But I guess save it for the sequel. I guess save it for the sequel because then like she could return because I I've read that like the next one is gonna just be in present day. I guess sometime after the events of the Justice League movies or something maybe.
2: I'm hoping it's about her kickass career as an arts administrator at the Louvre. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonder Woman two paperwork.
2: <laughs> no, like a like a, a an art museum heist kind of oh, thing. Shit, like oh oh shit! Like a Thomas Crown, Crown affair. Thing? Yeah.
1: Oh, you get you. Oh, that's a crossover. You get Tom Hanks in there. Yeah. Can we talk about the creepy framing device?
0: Where like Batman is so fucking thirsty that he sell sends her a fifth like a million dollar present of some creepy picture she took like
1: a hundred years ago? Well, that was <laughs> the whole thing that she was searching after in the first movie, dude. No, I know, but I mean like my god like here you, you have some you go
0: out with some friends you know what i mean you have a crazy night out right. one of the, one of them winds up dead you know we've all been there before right and then, oh yeah oh yeah and then like you go back to work on monday morning and this guy's <laughs> like oh by the way i happen to have this great picture of you from 30 years ago
2: <laughs>
0: and i'm sending it by special courier to you in paris yeah, that, that happens. Yeah. To
2: smaller, to smaller degrees. There's, you talk about a movie you like, and then a creepy guy <laughs> gets you the DVD. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh god,
1: dude, yeah. you're referencing like four birthdays you had. No, you've no, made. that's
2: different. <laughs> <laughs> We're married. That doesn't count.
3: <laughs> but yeah, that was a flaw in the movie, Steve. Because like at the end of it, you're like, oh wow, that was great. And Then you just see like that creepy email. All these dudes <laughs> in their email. <laughs>
1: But his emails. (laughs) Man, dude, it's fucking Bruce at (laughs) (laughs) Batman.com. And what bothered me about that, though, was just the notion that, like, we can't possibly have something that's totally isolated in, like, whatever, 1914, 15, whatever it is. You know, we have to have this framing device of, like, you remember when she was in that other movie? Yeah. You remember that? Which is unfortunate, because the other thing is, and that's what was actually interesting to me about this movie her performance as wonder woman in this movie is completely different than what it is in bvs
3: it's way better right
1: yeah oh it's to- no it's way fucking better but
3: it's well, also I was like re-
1: i
0: was really impressed at- yeah in in that in bvs she's kind of just doing catwoman a little bit like she's like you know yeah mysterious and like kind of a thief etc and that just doesn't fit with the character in this like they find it and i hope obviously that carries on into Justice League, and it most definitely will in Wonder Woman two. Most likely directed by Patty Jenkins. Did she? Is that like all signed up, or what are we talking here?
2: I'm not sure. That's a good question. I think that I read that she's directing the next one.
1: Oh, is, is Patty Jenkins signed up? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the sitch is there. I think she's honestly right now uh, with a fucking 100 million dollar domestic opening. She's the most sought after director in Hollywood.
2: Right, she's directing whatever she wants. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I don't, I don't know what, what projects are lined up for her. And it's actually, I kind of feel bad because like, I think this movie is so great. I was not the biggest fan of Monster when that movie came out.
2: I didn't see it.
1: I kind of feel like you're not missing much, but maybe I should go back and rewatch it. Yeah. It's Did not that great.
0: That I think I watched it a couple of years ago. I mean, I just, you know, and people mature and people do different stuff and some people are more suited for other things. I mean yeah. it's it's a, it's a cool it's a great Charlie Theron performance for sure, and I mean like I love creepy serial killer shit, so you know yeah I, I, <laughs> you got three and a half stars right, right 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 away.
3: I didn't get to see that, so I'm going to try to go back maybe now that I saw this.
1: Yeah, oh, you know how else you got in there Steve is uh uh, uh Oz's Lee Turgeson What's that? Lee
0: Turgeson <laughs> from oh, Oz. Oh, Lee Turgeson. Okay, I didn't hear you for a second. <laughs> that Sorry. does
3: sound like a dish detergent or something.
2: <laughs> Oz is Lee Turgeson.
1: Oh yeah, this Lee Turgeson will get uh, the grease stains right out.
2: P- Patty Jenkins has also done a lot of TV, but none yeah. none that I've seen. But apparently, what has been uh, particularly great that she's done is The Killing, which I did not see.
1: Oh, she did direct a couple episodes of The Killing, right? And right. apparently,
2: hers are supposed to be some of the better ones. I don't know if she did the pilot. I'm not sure. Uh,
1: yeah, oh. I don't. Didn't she do some? Uh, Oh, uh, that's kind of hilarious. Yeah, two episodes of Entourage. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then an episode of uh, Arrested Development in 2004. Um, I don't know which one, but anyway. Yeah, no, so I'm, I don't know if she's locked in, what the deal is, but I'm excited for that. I think so. Maybe to close out on this, because it's kind of an awkward thing to close out on, or a random thing, but... um. Their ragtag group of buddies in this movie uh All main, right. mainly um uh train spotting 1 and 2's Ewan Bremner also uh, talked about on the show on AVP recently mm-hmm. uh so th- it was him uh that dude uh Saeed something or other he plays the character of Samir uh I don't remember entirely what that dude's in um He was
2: on Lost Oh yeah he, he was, was
1: on Lost for right. a bit uh kind of like later bits of lost and then uh oh that show touch that nobody watched oh he's apparently in gi joe rise of cobra which uh... nobody saw that i uh... think they're <laughs> terrible
0: um i really it just yeah. kind of weighs the movie down i think that and then eugene
1: brave rock as the chief by the way
0: it's i mean like it doesn't add much i d- i do understand the reasoning behind that it's like well it's a war movie and that's kind of the war movie trope, you know what I mean? You got to have your ragtag group or something. I do like kind of that they kind of realize that and like even you and Bre- you and Brett, like at the most important part of you and Bremner's character arc, he kind of cowards out and it gives Wonder Woman her best part. You know what I mean? Like he can't yeah. kill this. He won't kill the sniper. So she does. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know which, what I mean? is, like-
1: which is awesome. I mean, he's given also a nice bit of characterization too, like when he's uh he's singing in the cafe and playing the piano like i thought that was actually like a really like legitimate and like sincere moment in the movie and i'm sure a lot of people read that as cheesy or whatever i
2: thought it was sweet
1: yeah
3: i i do think that uh at least two of them should have died
1: yeah, yeah, we should have been we should have been
3: killing these characters. Yeah, I mean they're they're obviously never going to come back because we're not going to revisit like 1918 again. So right. hey, man, right. let's up <laughs> let's up the body count. Yeah, right.
1: totally. Although I did think that the dude playing uh, the chief was badass. I get he's I guess he's um he's more like a stunt double oh. uh, or a stunt actor, I guess, uh, including a bunch of shit in uh, Eric ten episodes of Hell on Wheels.
3: <laughs> oh man, I knew I knew him from somewhere. I knew it. I knew it.
1: Um but yeah, I don't know. Like they weren't entirely necessary. I didn't have as big a problem as Steve, I guess. But yeah. um I I mean, I think Eric they, Eric is right though that they definitely should have some of them should have perished.
2: Yeah.
0: And to their to this movie's credit, um the best parts of it are the two leads and they're in 85% of the movie, so you're fine. Big yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. yeah. That's 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 what you want in a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, like,
3: that's a that's a passing grade, eighty five percent.
1: And to that end, too, it is. I I do appreciate very much the fact that Chris Pine fucking eats it at the end of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I kept I kept expecting him to go into some sort of a wormhole or like we're
0: not, we can't obviously right. freeze him in ice. That's too much. But right. I was like, he's how is he going to oh. get there? Oh no, he's not. Oh
1: okay. Yeah.
3: I was like, oh, is he going to crash land on that island and gas her whole civilization? Okay, Okay, good. He sacrificed himself.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, if he gassed the ladies of Themyscira, that would be embarrassing. Talk about all for
0: naught. uh, Speaking of awkward things, I think it's going to be interesting to see what Justice League looks like after this because it's in a state of disarray because of an awful tragedy, and there's nothing funny about that tragedy, so I'm not making any jokes. It's just going to be really hard to judge this movie at all. You know what I mean? You almost kind of consider it a wash from the get-go because of the awful tragedy that happened to Zack Snyder when he's making it. Now Joss Whedon's in it, and it's going to be messy and all over the place. But I just hope that at least this movie shows the dc brass like keep it character based you know what i mean like character based like what what has worked for 75 years will work on screen if you get people that care about it you know what i mean it doesn't have to be an
1: adult you just need you gotta make it light man like i i think like because i had avoided seeing the justice league trailer but it was in front of This, obviously, so we watched it. And, like, uh, uh, I mean, it looks like shit, but thinking about how they're all going to have their own movies, like, Aquaman's got some comedy floating around where he grabs the bottle of liquor and he's, like, the drink's on him or whatever. That's kind of funny. Ezra, whatever his name is, who plays the Flash, I don't hate, and I think that would make for an interesting solo movie, but it's the, the important thing is just, like, you can be serious but also balance it with enough, like, levity that it's not just three hours of fucking misery.
3: And Cyborg looks terrible. The oh, character yeah. sounds cool. He sounds cool on paper, but looking at that trailer, man, whoo,
1: <laughs> it looks like dog shit. I mean, it's pretty cool that your dad is fucking a uh, Hollywood screen legend, Joe Morton, but, uh, you know, yeah Papa it's not, it
0: doesn't look great i mean like I, actually it made me smile a bit more than i thought it would the trailer because I, I had avoided it too and obviously it was right before it um and i was like okay like there's some fun interplay between batman and aquaman you do see uh jk simmons as jim gordon i'm, I'm in for that man you know what i mean like
1: yeah no that mustache looked nice and bushy
0: and i'm ex- i'm excited to see more uh gal gadot as uh as uh, wonder woman you know what i mean like and that's what that's what's great about this movie is like it makes me excited about this this whole series of movies hopefully it's you know the next ones can live up to it
1: right well it'll just be a bummer though if it's like yeah you made that movie but now you have to go back and do the character in this fucking ultra serious everything is shitty realm yeah, cuz exactly. I feel like then it's like what the, well, what the fuck were we doing?
2: But the stuff that if if it is Patty Jenkins doing the next one as well and if they're smart it is everything that she has gone on record about saying is that why she wanted to do this is because it was important to her to show a superhero who believed in love, who believed in goodness, who believed in, you know, these kind of things that you don't really see or hear about in a lot of these movies these days. So I think if she still gets to be Behind it, you're still gonna get a similar movie, hopefully.
1: In the next Wonder Woman. In the
2: next though, Wonder yeah. Woman, yes, exactly. Not necessarily in this. In this movie that's already been made, right? Obviously, right? Yeah. No, well,
1: but... and that's and that's who knows because like they're going into reshoots, and everybody here's right. like reshoots, and it's like, oh my god! But it's like, dude, it's every a movie has situation. reshoots, right? Um, but I don't know how Joss Whedon will, if he does it all, like totally change anything. Who who can say? Right. Um, but that's a that's an on-screen for another day, I guess. But this is a this is a, a round-the-horn full-on recommend for uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I wasn't not listening to someone entirely. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, yeah, no, I'd I'd recommend it. I was
0: yeah I was really blown away by this as a it just reminded me of older superhero movies that I kind of like mm-hmm. just a a one and done we're not in a huge huge universe like aside from the framing device nobody's showing up it's about like this one character's arc and she gets somewhere in it and like you know she wants to do good and it's really nice to see a superhero not just be an asshole until the end and then they realize they should be less of an asshole. It's like oh wow. right? She wants to do good and she finds a way to do it and she does it naively and then she does it more maturely and that's really awesome. It's a really great movie.
3: It was very refreshing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I absolutely recommend it and from what I've seen and heard from other women I know who have seen it, the, the experience has been universal. Everyone's been really impressed by it. Everyone's been really moved by it both the movie and just the movie's existence in general. This is important. This matters. We saw little girls posing outside with the Wonder oh, Woman right. thing. right, yeah. I can't wait for my niece to see it. She's too young for it now, but you know, these this is important, and this people can't diminish that. It is, and it's here, and it's good, and that's what's great.
1: Uh, well, that has been WHM on screen for Wonder Woman, uh, directed by Patty Jenkins from this year, of course. So until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadek.
3: Eric Siska.
2: Chelsea Jupin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum
0: Podcast.